Welcome to Black Letter. I'm Tom Dunlap. Welcome to the first episode of a podcast for lawyers, in-house counsel, business people, and executives. Our show is a podcast where you'll meet people who are the insider's insider. People from inside the Beltway, outside the Beltway, real estate developers, Chinese patent attorneys, you name it, we're going to have them on the show. We're going to talk to them about complicated concepts and break those down into simple, understandable, usable pieces of information about law, business, with practical advice that you can use. At the end of every episode, we're going to post resources that our guests give to us to give to you at our website at blackletterstudio.com. So let's talk a little bit about where the name Black Letter came from, because it sounds kind of like a Nathaniel Hawthorne novel, The Scarlet Letter. Black Letter is something that every lawyer knows is something that's set in stone. Black Letter law is law that is the law of the world, the law of basic contract, for example. You have offer, you have acceptance. You have to have those two things to start having a contract, period. And I was surprised to learn from my non-lawyer friends I guess you live in a bubble for a while when you talk to lawyers all the time. But for my non-lawyer friends, they didn't know what black letter meant. And so I mentioned what it meant. But then I became curious, what is black letter itself? Where did that come from? Why does that mean the law of the land or set in stone? And it turns out that black letter is a type of Gothic typeface that was used in the original Gutenberg press. And everything that was printed on printing presses from the beginning of the first press printing uh, for the first couple hundred years, was printed in Gothic black letter. Now, it's really hard to read, and it's kind of a, if you look at our logo, a, a fat, swirly uh, type of print. And so over time, that changed, and printing presses started printing things in simple, straightforward, easier to read uh, print type. But one thing didn't change, and this is where black letter comes from English law was printed in black letter for a couple hundred years, at least 150 years, after most texts were no longer printed in black letter. English common law until the mid-18th century continued to be printed in this Gothic black letter. And a couple reasons, according to scholars. First reason is that lawyers were used to it, and that's what law books were printed in, and it was black letter law. But the second reason was that, some say, it made it less accessible to the common man, to the common woman, to the common person. People couldn't read Gothic type as easily, so it was harder to read the law and be part of that kind of elite society that knew the rules. And that's one of the challenges we have today in the United States, around the world, is understanding the laws that apply to what we're doing. It's not just understanding, well, is it, is it a corporate law or is it a contract, but well, how does I, intellectual property influence this? How does our global relationship with China influence this transaction? So many things in a global economy influence transactions, and that's the goal of this podcast, to bring experts on the show and talk about how those things can be demystified and how we can understand those things as business owners, CEOs, executives, and in-house counsel. Arcane matters that you wouldn't look into, uh, but we'll have people come in and talk about it who know it and who will, I'll help them break it down. So a little bit about me so that I can kind of share my background for this. I'm a practicing lawyer. I've been practicing for 20 years. I also have an MBA. And I have a master's of science in biotechnology. I've started and bought and sold companies of my own, software companies. In fact, uh, one of them was a, an MMORPG, massively multiplayer online game that was set in 13th century Africa. 
Um, and then I even started a biotech company and I didn't sell that one. I actually took that as CEO through its venture round and rolled off the board and that company's still going strong, but hasn't sold yet. So I've got kind of both the law side, having done hundreds of transactions, um, lawsuits, litigation for small and large companies. And on the other side, having been a business owner, not only starting our law firm, which is 70 lawyers, uh, we have an office in Beijing, office in Washington, D.C., New York City, kind of a global law firm, but also starting businesses that weren't law related. Uh, I was an army officer. I was a cavalry scout and then a commander of an infantry company. And before being a lawyer, I was a banker in Manhattan for a couple of years after college. And I've done just a, a host of other things that I hope will lend some depth and color to our interviews on this show. Thank you to our sponsor today, Dunlap, Bennett & Ludwig. Dunlap, Bennett & Ludwig solves complex business problems with smart solutions, acting as advocates and advisors to their clients with diverse professional backgrounds from MBAs to PhDs to bankers to military officers, real-world experience for real-world problems. Dunlap, Bennett & Ludwig doing better law. To find out more, visit www.dblawyers.com. Our first episode is really exciting. Uh, we've invited Robert Eatinger. Now, you can look him up on Wikipedia. And as Bob said, you don't get to write your own Wikipedia entries. But Bob was the one who gave the kill order or approved it as a lawyer uh, for Osama bin Laden. He was the CIA's chief counsel, the insider's insider in the Beltway at Langley, who approved that action from a legal perspective. Before being the CIA's acting chief counsel, I think it was from 2009 to 2014, he was the deputy chief counsel at the CIA, and before that, he was trial counsel at the CIA. And then he was at the National Security Agency for a number of years, and then Navy counsel. Uh, so Bob has been serving this country for a very long time at a very, very high level with clearances you haven't even heard of. You've heard of top secret. You've heard of top secret compartmentalized. Well, Bob is top secret compartmentalized banded plus. Um, and we're going to have him on the show to talk about how to deal with cybersecurity in your company, how to deal with the national security issues, clearances. Uh, and, but it's not just for government contractors. Uh, look, right now, 85% of the employees of NIST as of today, and that's the National Institute for Standard Technology, NIST is the agency that sets government policy on how companies deal with cybersecurity and foreign intrusion and domestic intrusion, uh, they're furloughed. And so what do you do when those standards aren't being set or run? Um, how do you manage cybersecurity in your company? How do you manage uh, cybersecurity generally? And uh, well, Bob's going to share some of that. So at the end of every episode, I want to kind of go over the three takeaways from today. So this is our inaugural episode. Takeaway number one is that Black Letter is a podcast for aimed at, it's really for anyone, but it's aimed at CEOs, executives, in-house counsel, and lawyers who want to delve into the subject matter of the day, the arcane subject uh, that we're talking about, and hear from experts, and maybe get some access to resources. Second, that I'm going to try to apply my experience as best I can, but if there are questions both before and after, we're going to try to have our guests answer those questions. And I think that's a really unique feature of our podcast. And finally, uh, our first show is with Robert Eatinger, a real bona fide spy coming in from the cold uh, to talk about a host of issues that I think our listeners will find massively interesting. So look for the, the teaser on that and we'll see you at our next show.
Thanks very much. I'm Tom Dunlap for Black Letter. Download our show on iTunes and Google Play. We'll see you next time. That's all for today's episode of Black Letter. Thanks again for listening. Join us next time when we talk about more Black Letter issues in creative ways. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Google Play so you never miss an episode. And to catch us on video, check out our website at blackletterstudios.com.